Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello everyone, it's me, Lisa the Life Coach. Thank you for joining me today. Welcome back if you're a regular listener. If you're new to the show, we're so happy to have you and I hope that everyone who's listening takes something away from today's show that helps their lives. And in that vein, that same vein, anything that doesn't help you, leave that behind. You know, take what you need, take what works for you, and leave the rest behind. That's one of the the good things about this show and this kind of work. If you're not ready to hear something that comes up today, if it immediately hits you the wrong way, that's great. That can identify somewhere that you might need to do some work, and that might be something that you're interested in. If not, you can leave that. You can take what works for you, and you can come back to the other thing that popped up later. It's always up to you. Intentional living, that's what we're working on, living with intention and choice and living in our power. So, you know, whatever speaks to you, that's great. If it's something you're struggling with, again, use that as just a barometer for where you are. Maybe that's something you need to work on. Maybe you don't want to and you put it away. Either way, whatever works for you is fine. And it might not even stand out to you, some of the things, because you're not at a point in your life where that applies. And so that's another great thing about this show is you can go back and listen to the episodes again, refresh something that might have spoke to you, or you might get something completely different out of it. So I hope that you're finding that to be the case and that you'll go back and listen to other episodes. And especially if there was one that might have hit you the wrong way, check it out again. (laughs) But, you know, always know that when we're talking about thought work and the things that I'm saying, it's not my thoughts are right and true and and you should listen to me or that your thoughts are wrong. The whole point (laughs) is that they are just thoughts and most of the time they're not facts and we can look at our thoughts and decide which ones to keep and which ones we want to you know believe and build our mindsets around. It's never about telling you that the way you think is wrong. It's the way you think. It's the way that your experiences and your wiring have have put something together that doesn't make that doesn't make it wrong or right. It that's the way your brain works, right? It it works for you. It's valid for you. We just want to look at if that is causing you pain, if that is harming you, holding you back, having some kind of negative result in your life, then how can we change it? I was on Amazon as 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 one does <laughs> and I was looking at books and a book was suggested to me and I was reading the reviews and I haven't read the book right so I I couldn't even have an opinion if someone was right or wrong about their review and of course it wouldn't be either way right it's just their opinion but someone wrote a very passionate review and they did not like the book and the reason they didn't like it is it was a book kind of like, I, I, having not read it, it sounded like kind of the things I teach, how to change your perspective, reframe things, and, and how to think about something differently. But the person was 
either it's not in the book or they didn't take it that way. They weren't seeing the choice aspect of it. And they were, you know, like they were talking about trauma and grief. Uh, understandable. A lot of us know what that's like. And, you know, at the end, she was she said, you know, she felt like the book was just telling her that if she would just think about it right, that it would be different. And so that it was her fault. And so, you know, I've got the episodes about how fault, shame, and blame, those aren't helpful thoughts at all. You know, it's taking responsibility doesn't mean it's a fault or a blame situation. But, you know, that struck me in that moment. I could see what the thought that she was having was, is that she wasn't thinking about it right and that she had to change the way she was thinking. And... Maybe the book, you know, had that kind of tone. I don't know. I haven't read it. But for me, I could see someone very easily listening to an episode of the show or, you know, something that a coach says and and coming to that same thought. And so I wanted to, to speak to that because I try to say this very often in the episodes, Bananas Busting In with her Jingle Bells, that it's not about right the right way to think about it and or the wrong way to think about it it's just knowing that the feelings that you're having which are you know leading to your actions and creating the results in your life all come back to your thoughts if you want to change them you circumstances sometimes there are circumstances we can change but in general we can't change circumstances you know we can't stop something like COVID or stop a hurricane, change the weather, you know, those kind of things. And even when we can, if we change jobs, change relationships, change those kind of things, we tend to end up in the same situation. And that's because we took the thoughts with us. So we really can't change circumstances and hope to find something different within ourselves, a different feeling. And then, of course, we definitely can't change other people right? People are, other people are going to do what they're going to do, just like we are. We, we have no control over them. The only control we have is, is within ourselves. So if you're struggling with something, even if it is something deeply, deeply painful, it doesn't mean that you're not thinking about it right. It's just realizing that the thoughts are creating those feelings. And if you want them to change, then a reframing of those thoughts is what's going to change the feelings. If you look at the situation and think about the situation differently, and that may be something that you do over time, and there's no particular way that you have to think about it differently, that's important as well, but that's the work to do to change those feelings. And along with that, time and compassion and you know, sticking with it. But it's not that what you're thinking right now is not right. That is, you know, it's not like, well, if you would just think different, everything would be better. So what are you waiting for? (laughs) Like, of course, you don't want to hear that when you're in when you're in pain. That's not really the way to approach it. But that's what you would get if you just turned on a podcast or you're just reading a book. Right. That person can't approach your situation with nuance and with one on one support or coaching to kind of lead you through your suffering and help you build compassion, give you support and compassion while you do that. Like those are the types of things that you do through one-on-one coaching or you might do with a therapist. That's one of the great benefits of, of those services. And, you know, like that's why 
I can give this podcast for free. There's a lot of amazing tools here. There are a lot of people who can use these tools and make amazing changes and progress in their lives just from the podcast. And that's fantastic. And I'm glad for that. But I've been there (laughs) when I found a podcast. And so I know what it's also like to need, you know, that support and that daily application to not be able to see how this is applying to my situation, right? Because I'm not thinking, everything I think is is a fact. Everything is right and makes sense. There's nothing wrong with being in that place. Most of us spend most of our lives in that place. If we weren't, if we weren't convinced that we were looking at the situation exactly the way it should be, right? The only way it can be, then a lot of us wouldn't be able to get as much done. We have to believe that we are. But that's why I talked about in that other episode, just developing a flexibility, right? Get your framework, get your beliefs going so that you live your life in the way that you want and you're happy with it, but so that there's also an openness and a flexibility to new thoughts and new ideas so that you're able to adapt and adjust and change and grow as you're going through life and you're not stuck and these these mindsets or these beliefs that once helped you could now be hurting you or holding you back so it's about being being open and being present with seeing that and so if you're not in a space that you're ready for that you know and that could be because it's it's a a painful trauma or a grief or you know just something a story that you're particularly stuck to that's okay you don't have to do that work you're you're not thinking about it wrong. <laughs> you know, there's no it's not about wrong or right way to see it. Just understanding that, you know, when you are ready, you do have the power to change the way that situation is making you feel and act when you're ready. And that's it. And you don't ever have to change it. If that's how like you want to feel, like you could do thought work, for example, and get to a place where a loved one passing is like oh great you know they had a great life I had great time with them they've moved on I've I believe in an afterlife they're happy we'll be together again this is all great you could I'm sure people are (laughs) I've read people speaking about it in that way and so I'm going to assume that there are people who've made it to that place in their mindset for me and this could change because I'm going to be flexible I don't, that's not a mindset that I'm working on getting to, right? Because I feel like even, you know, with certain beliefs that I have about death and and what comes after, I still, you know, mourn that loss and that experience for that time. And that's something that, that's a pain in life that I don't want to not experience, um, if I'm explaining that well. And I, I think a lot of us feel that way. It doesn't mean anything either way, if how you would choose to look at it, but it's still a choice, right? And so for that reason, you might choose to experience pain in that way, and that's okay, right? No one's going to come up to me and say, you're not thinking about this right. <laughs> you, you really should just focus on how grateful you were. Like, no one is trying to say that, but if I were struggling with that grief, right, and I went to someone for help then they would say, okay, how can we look at this? How can we give, you know, joy and thanks for the time we had with this person and still mourn them, but in a way that allows us to move forward. So they could come in, right, and help you reframe that. Doesn't mean you're, again, that you were thinking about it wrong or that you have to do that. 
So I want you to know when you're you're listening to these episodes that I'm never trying to tell you that you're thinking about something wrong <laughs> or that there's a right way to think about it. I'm just letting, you know, I'm just opening up and shaking up those thoughts for you and letting you see that there are other ways to see them so that you know that there is a choice there, that there is something that you can choose to work on if you want that you have that power. You're not stuck. You don't have to, you know, carry an emotional weight or any kind of pain with you that's messing up your life, causing you, you know, to not take the actions you want or just not build the life, a life that you're happy with. Then we can step in. We can make changes. You can make changes. Of course, I can't make changes for you. (laughs) But until then, then if there's not a problem for you, there's not a problem. You don't have to think about anything differently. It's always your choice. And I know there are other episodes about this. Any episode that says living with intention, living in your power, go back and listen to that because it's very important to understand, you know, that it's not about right and wrong. And I've been thinking about concepts of, of right and wrong quite a bit. And I was thinking I could do like a whole series on this even though it's kind of difficult to talk about them without sometimes right and wrong are the, are the best words for things when we're comparing. You know, like if someone gives you a piece of information that's not right, that could be a fact. But in this case, in this particular example, we're talking about thoughts, which are, are rarely facts. And so it's not about right or wrong. It's valid for you if that's what you're thinking. It's valid. That's it. But then you can also choose to work on it and change it if you would like to. And that's very important. And it's also important because as we've talked about before, you know, our our brains want us to be right. When we give them information, they want it to be right and they want it to be very black and white and very simple so they can keep us safe. Any Any gray area and, you know, the flexibility that we've talked about it can be difficult for us because it, it makes it harder to know exactly what to do to keep us safe, which is what our brain, the larger part of our brain, is mostly focused on. So when you interpret information, advice, whether it's a book or a podcast or a well-meaning friend, they're, you know, when they're trying to help, if you hear that you are thinking wrong, you're immediately going to be defensive. You're going to step into a defensive posture. Your brain's going to look for explanations for why you're right. And that's just going to help enforce that and keep you stuck to something that may not be serving you. So that's something to be aware of. And like I said, that can be a, a trigger for you when you hear something and you're like, oh, no, that's wrong. <laughs> right? Or even if it's, I don't agree with that. That's fine. You don't have to. Like, I, I say a lot of things, and later on in life, I've come to not agree with them. It happens. <laughs> That's one of the, the good things about that flexibility, and which I, I've been working on and glad that I've been work, working on because I admire the integrity of others who are willing to admit that, hey, I held this certain belief at one point, and now I've got different information, experiences, what have you, and I don't see it that way anymore. I don't see that person as 
like sometimes we we want to act like they're weak or they're wishy-washy i see that person as having integrity to me because they're able to be open to the idea that they were and this is again for lack of a better word wrong right for them that belief is now something they no longer believe that's kind of what we're using it's not wrong but that's what we're using it for in this context so you know i think it's important to to use that that defensiveness is kind of like oh that might be something for me to think on it doesn't mean you have to change your mind or that you do have to agree with the person it just means you know that there might be an area for you where you're not practicing that flexibility or that you doubt the choice that you've made maybe revisiting it and the way that person you know presented something you look at it and you say yeah, I see that, but I still, you know, for me, this is the way to go, the way that I believe, the way that I've chosen, and that's the way I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going with that. That's absolutely fine too, right? That, that helps you see that, yeah, there are other ways of looking at this, but in my life, the way I live, I can only apply it one way, and I'm still going with this way, but I, I looked at what the other person said. And, and that's also very helpful for us when it comes to criticism, you know, understanding that it's not something we did right or wrong or the other person's opinion being right or wrong. You know, it's about being able to look at what's been offered and see if, it, if we believe, if we think it has any value to us. Like, oh, yeah, I see what you're saying there. I see a change. I see something that I could tweak, and that's going to help me. Someone might offer a criticism, and you think about it, and you're like, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I see how, how you like that and what appeals to you about that, but that, that doesn't work for me, and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And that is a good way to, to look at it, not a right or wrong way, because it allows you to grow and to be open and to not be shut off from these things, but also not to allow your own maybe fears or insecurities or even complete attachment and confidence in certain beliefs to keep you from learning new information that might help you, that you might find valuable, and you might find the change that, that it leads to valuable. So it's, it's about having an open mind. And so when we look at these things as right or wrong, you know, advice, criticism, how someone else handles a situation or, you know, anything like that, it's helpful not to look at it as right and wrong, not to let our brain jump to that stage and put it in those boxes because it can keep us from deriving any benefit from that. And like I said at the very beginning, you know, there could be portions of it that you can get benefit from. Sometimes, you know, when we get really set off by something that someone said or done, we're not, we're not able to take away anything positive from anything that they say. And we're just completely shut off to it because of that perceived attack to our beliefs. And when we're more open to, to other ideas and to less belief that these certain mindsets or thought patterns are right and wrong, then we can look at them, you know, with an open mind and pick and choose. Still, we're still picking and choosing. We're still using our own personal judgment um, and get a wider variety of information, right? Be open to other points 
but still choose the things that ultimately, you know, work for us and create, help us create that life that we want, you know, where we're happy and we're growing and, you know, we're able to enjoy life and enjoy growth and enjoy our experiences and not be afraid and anxious and angry and defensive. So, you know, I challenge you because I know even this part of it is hard, but when you hear something that's challenging, that it immediately sets off bells in your mind about, well, that's not right, or that's wrong, or, you know, a defensiveness, to be open to approaching that with, with curiosity and wondering why your mind's labeling it and, and discarding it so quickly or defending against it. Look at it, you know, give it a workover. <laughs> Let your feelings be your guide. Find, find the point of tension and kind of look at that and see if there is something, you know, an insecurity that you're struggling with, um, a fear that you're trying to protect yourself from, or maybe a, a mindset or a thought that you're very attached to. And again, ultimately, if you review this new evidence, but from a place where you know you're not blocking it, you're not fighting it, but with an open mind, and you still choose the thought you had, that's great, right? nothing wrong there. I'm not saying you always have to go with the new information, but just being open to evaluating it and, you know, knowing that it's, it's not a right or wrong. Even if you switch, even if you like say, oh, I do like that way of looking at it. I I think that would be more beneficial to me. I'm going to change. That doesn't mean that you have to say that you are right and they're, you know, that you are wrong and they're right or any version of that, right? Just this is what is beneficial to me right now and this makes sense and I'm going to make this change. It doesn't have to go so far as to have those labels because many times, you know, we have a lot of strong attachment to the labels of right and wrong and even there's our moral thoughts that we may attach to them. So this is one of the very interesting ways that looking at things in this right versus wrong can be helpful to you. I know that when you are open to this, and I am not always open to this, so don't even, <laughs> don't think for a second that's what I'm saying, but I know that I was in a, a relationship, a friendship, and I, we, we, we would fight quite a bit, and that was very unusual for me. I don't really have relationships in my life where there is a lot of tension or fighting, and there was one, this one where that existed, and through time and through a lot of work on my end, you know, despite the fact that this person would, you know, say things that weren't true, make commitments and not follow through, you know, and consistently do those types of things, I was still able to look at the different situations and eventually see the ways that my actions and the things that I said and did contributed to our our mutual conflict. Doesn't mean and again, doesn't mean right and wrong, right? I'm just using those because no better word, but I was able to see ways in which I felt that my words and my behaviors were wrong because of the outcomes and the results. They were not what I wanted. They were not beneficial. And being able to look through that and see my contribution to it, I was able to tell the person for those particular things, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Again, it doesn't mean... I'm the wrong person and I'm the bad guy and they're the good guy and they're right. There are a lot of things that I I review in my mind and stick to. It I don't agree with lying to 
your friends. I don't agree with making commitments and then, you know, just disappearing, not following through and those types of things. I don't agree with those actions. But those the, that person was doing those for a reason. They have their reasons. That doesn't mean I have to accept the actions, right, and stay in the situation. So I was able to, you know, look at the things that I didn't want from that relationship, look at the things that I did wrong or that I did wouldn't want to do that way again, apologize, and then also ultimately let go of that relationship without any, like, regrets. Could I have done this differently? Should I have done this differently? Like, it was not benefiting me. I learned from it. I grew. I was even able to, to grow from it, and that's great. Ultimately, it's not benefiting either of our lives in any way. There's no point in continuing it. So, you know, for me, that was, it was, a I would say, a painful experience, but it was a, a good learning experience, and I think that that is something that's harder to do when we are stuck with, you know, I'm right, they're wrong, defending our our thoughts, our beliefs, and our actions. You know, even if you feel like it's completely justified, like, I think a lot of people would say, what this person was, was lying to you and was, you know, just making these commitments and then completely disappearing and, and not being there like they said they would. Like, of, of course, you can, you know, defend and, you know, explain and fight. Of course, we, a lot of people would agree with that. But if I was just stuck on, no, you're the problem here, instead of, and like wanting them to change, wanting them to act right, <laughs> or I wouldn't have grown, I wouldn't have been able to see anything that I was doing that could contribute to that. I wouldn't, you know, have learned and grown from the situation. And I would have still been focused on the fight and the war, instead of being able to get to a place where, we can very peacefully and mutually just be like, yeah, we don't really need to be friends anymore. It's not, it's not working for us. No, we don't have to talk about fault, right, wrong. It's just not working for us. So I think that there are a lot of benefits, as I hope that I've laid out through, throughout this episode, to you know, not being stuck with these labels of right and wrong and just being open to other ways of thinking about things and knowing that it is ultimately a choice. And if those choices make you happy, create positive feelings for you, which lead to actions and you're pleased with the way you're acting, generate your results, you're looking around at your life, life is good, then that's great. Absolutely keep those. If any of those things are causing you pain, struggle, they're not feeling right for you, that's when you can start looking back at your thoughts and ways that you can reframe them for you not to think about it right (laughs) not because you're wrong nothing like that but for you so that you can have a healthy experience with that situation a happy experience or at least come out of it with happiness and growth and the feelings actions and results that you want so I know that can be challenging. We really, especially the more passionate we get about things, we we really like to stick to right and wrong. I understand that. And again, not saying there's anything wrong with that. But think it through and some of these ways that I've talked about how that can hinder you and see if you can, you know, be a little more open in the the coming week to these ideas or, or when this is happening in your mind, just noticing when your mind is shutting things off with this 
that's not right, that's not right type of thinking and see if it's holding you back from anything. And I'd love to hear from you. So feel free to shoot me an email and let me know like that if you caught that or, or and what that experience was and, you know, how you learned from it. Or if you'd like help in that arena or like we talked about, you're feeling resistance to things and you're not sure how to look at them differently, you know, hit that consult link in the show notes and we can talk about how I can work with you as your coach to really approach this, you know, with compassion and one-on-one in a way that feels comfortable and safe to you so that you can look at your thoughts and make the changes that you want. Anyways, I hope this helped and thank you for your time. Hit those five stars and a glowing review if you would like for the algorithms to share this podcast with others. Thank you so much. 